Hello and welcome to another episode of a salute to all cruise lines, but mostly DCL. My name is Bryce and I'll be your host as we are taking a deep dive look into all things Disney Cruise Line, all five ships, the history, what they started with, what they have now, any changes, when those changes happened. We're going to take a look at it all. This was actually a very hard project to research, surprisingly, uh, as you know, YouTube is a very big thing. So anything on the cruise ships now, very easy to find. And within, if it was changed within the last couple of years, also pretty easy to find. But the changes from the original ships, like the Magic and the Wonder from 1998, to what they are today, took a little bit of effort to find those. But I found it, mostly. There's still a few things I don't know, but I did my best. So yeah, here we go. Let's dive right in. Disney Cruise Line. Everything we know. So we're going to start at the very beginning, way back in 1985. Not the 90s like you may have thought when everything was put together, but 1985 because Disney had a licensed partner, Premier Cruise Line also known as the Big Red Boat. This allowed Premier Cruise Line to actually have Disney characters on board, as well as hotel, cruise, and theme park packages all in one bundle to be sold by Premier Cruise Line. And that's kind of like how they advertised it. The Big Red Boat. Go see Disney characters and have a Disney cruise-like atmosphere on the Big Red Boat. Uh, but in 1993, Premier ended this relationship with Disney and went with Warner Brothers, actually, so that they could have Looney Tunes characters on board their ships instead. Um, but they still offered theme park packages, so you could still buy hotel and theme park packages through Premier Cruise Line to offer Walt Disney World. But then later that year, they also started offering universal theme park packages. Uh, and that is when Disney said, that's it, we're out. So Disney was Disney decided to approach both Carnival and Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, but nothing ever materialized with them, so they decided to do things themselves. Can't get a partnership? Just build your own cruise. So, in 1993, they commissioned three different architecture firms to design the ship, and the original designs were all thrown out. They, Disney did not like any of them, but in 1994, they finally got a design that they could agree on, and they ordered both ships, the Magic and the Wonder, in 1995. Um, they were built by Fincintiari Shipbuilders, and they are based in Trieste, Italy, with uh, one half of the ship, the bow, being built in Anconia shipyard, and then the stern was built in the Majera shipyard, and they're actually about 100 miles apart from each other, the two shipyards. So interesting that they had they were built so far apart. Um, and this is actually the first of its kind, because um, back in the day, most cruise ships were just built in blocks, so you would just add the building blocks, kind of like a big puzzle. But this is the first time that the two halves were being built separately. Um, when I say halves, I don't really mean halves. Um, the actual bow of the ship was only about a third of it, and then the stern had the remaining two-thirds. Um, and the keel was laid. Now, a keel-laying ceremony is, is a good luck ceremony. You put a lucky coin underneath the ship, and that is supposed to provide good luck over the construction, but as well as the life of the ship. Um, and it's, normally, you would have that underneath your the whole of your entire ship, but this time it was just laid underneath the bow, um, and the keel was laid on October 21st, 1996. Um, and then the bow began its 100-mile journey from Anconia to Majura to meet the stern on April 12th, 1997. 
Um, and then the two halves were put together completely on April 18th. Now, there was actually a little bit of a scare that they wouldn't be able to bring the two halves together just because of the, the rising waters. And, you know, they had they had basically had a week to get the, the bow of the ship out and then delivered over. And there was a thunderstorm, heavy, heavy thunderstorm, heavy, heavy winds that was delaying everything that they were because they were supposed to bring it out on the 12th. And then the night of the 11th, it was just really bad conditions. And they didn't think they'd be able to get it out. And they were really concerned that it wouldn't be able to leave. But then the next day, and actually all the clouds had cleared and it became a very beautiful day. And they said, wow, what a, what a perfect way to bring this ship out. Um, and then as the two halves together, it floated for the first time or was launched as a complete ship on May 13th, 1997. Um, the planned maiden voyage was supposed to be for March 12th, 1998, but they actually had to delay this back. Uh, and the first delay was to April 30th because the MS Rotterdam, also being built by Finn Kandiari, uh, re required additional workers keeping them from the magic, so they had to delay it. Tickets for the first cruise were actually raffled off on television on Lifetime Channel in January of 1997, um, and then they were sold to the general public starting in September of that same year. The maiden voyage finally happened in June 30th of 1998, sailing to Nassau, Bahamas, and Castaway Key on three- and four-night cruises out of Port Canaveral. Now, the look of the ship is designed after classic ocean liners and had big influences from the RMS Queen Mary. Um, even the lifeboats were inspired by old-time clinker and lapstrake fishing boats. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And they also have that iconic yellow color, making up like the dark blue hull and then the yellow boats and then the iconic red funnels to make it look like the ship is the colors of Mickey Mouse. But they actually had to get permission from the Coast Guard to be able to do that because normal lifeboats had a very bright orange color and they actually had to prove to the Coast Guard that the yellow was just as visible as those orange lifeboats. Um, and obviously they were, they passed and approved by the Coast Guard to have them. So they were the first ship to actually not have orange lifeboats. Um, and then speaking of that dark blue hole, um, classic ocean liners like the Queen Mary actually had a black hole, but Disney didn't want to go with a black black hole because they thought it was unwelcoming and just wouldn't be as fun and it would kind of like just be dark and dense and not fun so they wanted to go with a dark dark blue but they couldn't find the right i guess navy blue that they wanted to go to uh, until one day uh, a one of the imagineers working on the project named monica strolled in and had very dark dark blue pants um, and so they said, Monica, we want to scan your pants and use that color. And so that is how the color of the ship supposedly came to be. Um, and that is called Monica Blue. So if you ever go on a cruise line, they will tell you that the whole of the ship is Monica Blue. So now we're going to talk about some specifications for the ship. Now this is going to apply to all of the rest of the ships. So that's what I'm going to tell you about now. If I ever say gross tons, I don't mean weight. I actually mean 100 cubic meters of space. So for every gross ton, that means the ship has 100 cu cubic meters of space. Um, if I say draft, that is the max depth of the ship underwater. So that is how much the ship sits underwater with all of its weight and everything. Um, and if I say the word beam, I just mean the width of the ship. I may not even say beam. I might as well just say width of the ship. But beam means the width of the ship at its widest point. All right, let's just dive right in. Um, so the Magic has an Art Deco style, Art Deco style throughout, um, and it is 964 feet long. 
That was when it originally started in 1998. Um, it is actually now 984 feet long after the 2013 dry duck dry dock where they added a what they call a duck tail um, and it was basically to add to add stability to the back of the ship and stop it from like wobbling as much um, interesting note when we get to the wonder you'll also tell you that the wonder doesn't actually have a duck tail because they had the dry dock in 2016 and they didn't add it so interesting interesting um, now the reason why they went with 964 feet was actually for a very specific reason um, this was the ship was designed to be the maximum allowed ship that could go through the Panama Canal. So the maximum that the, at the time the Panama Canal allowed was 964 feet and 106 feet wide. So interesting that those specifications were made and they, they kept to it. But now in in recent times they've actually fixed the trenches and they've, they've widened them. So now you can have up to I think like a 1,200 foot line, 1,200 foot big ship. Um in length so they've they've widened it and so now any of the ships could really go through the panama canal so that's why the ducktail didn't really matter when they added it on um the ship has a 25.3 foot draft so it means 25.3 of the feet of the ship actually sits underwater at any given time um, and then it has 11 public decks with the 11th deck actually just being the vibe in the funnel so not really a whole deck when i think of deck i think of like the the entire ship utilizes it but nope uh the funnel is considered deck 11 um it has a 2700 passenger capacity uh through 875 staterooms and approximately 950 crew members at any given time and it has 83,969 gross tons it has a cruising speed of 21.8 knots or 24.7 miles per hour for you land lovers out there. Um, it has a max speed of 23.5 knots or 27 miles per hour. It has diesel electric propulsion through 5 Solter 16AZAV40S engines. Um, and it has two propeller shafts that create 43,000 kilowatts of power and 57,600 horsepower. Wow. On the bow of the ship, there is the beautiful Sorcerer Mickey. Each ship has a bow character, an atrium statue character, and then an aft character on the back. Um, so on the bow of the Magic, it's Sorcerer Mickey. The atrium statue is Helmsman Mickey, and then the aft character is Goofy back there. So pretty cute. Um, and then the godmother of the ship, each ship has a godmother, and it's said to have good luck. Um, and they're actually mostly women uh, whenever you have a godmother of a ship. So the godmother of the Magic is Patricia Disney, the wife of Roy E. Disney, who is the son of Roy O. Disney. And that is the first godmother of the ship. Um, and some quick interesting facts about the magic. Um, it went to Los Angeles for Disneyland's 50th in 2005, the first time that the ship, I believe, ever went over to the West Coast, if I remember correctly. And then it went over to Europe for the first time in May of 2007. So that's when it did it yearly, uh, had a couple of years where it was off, but then consistently went over in 2012, where it was just constant going over there. Um, now let's get started into what the ship has to offer. The Oceaneers Club, which is the kids club, um, has Andy's Room, has the Marvel Superhero Academy, Disney Junior and Pixie Hollow, and then the Oceaneer Lab has Animator Studio, Captain's Workshop, Craft Studio, and the Wheelhouse, which is a fun little play place where they can like pretend to steer 
the Disney magic as like an as the captain of the ship, which is pretty cool. Um, Edge, which is the uh, teens club or preteens club for 11 to 14 year olds, is on the right side of the funnel on deck nine, and then Vibe for 14 to 17 year olds is inside the funnel on deck 11. But we'll get into what that was originally uh, here in just a second. The shows aboard the ship are Tangled, Disney Dreams, and Twice Charmed, an original twist of the Cinderella story, and those can be seen in the Walt Disney Theater. There are a couple pools on there. There's the Quiet Cove Pool for adults only. There's the Family Pool, which is Goofy's Pool, um, and the Aqua Lab, which is basically like a little like spray play place. Um, and then they also have the Aqua Dunk, which was added in the 2013 Dry Dock. The shops on board are Mickey's Mainsail, Sea Treasures, Whitecaps, Crown Jewelry, and the Vista Gallery, which is kind of like a uh, like Art of Disney type store where they just have different art pieces. Um, a lot of them are inspired by Disney Cruise Line. Instead of like we're in the parks, you get a, like a lot of characters and park stuff. Um, and then they also have a sports deck, which is the Wide World of Sports, kind of like uh, the Wide World of Sports at Walt Disney World, but just on a ship. Um, the dining that is offered is Animator's Palette, which is on every single ship except for The Wish. Um, they also have Lumiere's, which is based on Beauty and the Beast, of course. And then Rapunzel's Royal Table, which was added in 2018. Uh, the original Rapunzel's Royal Table spot was actually taken up by Parrot Key. Um, and then it was Karaoke's was added in the 2013 Dry Duck. But now it's Rapunzel's Royal Table, which is like a dinner type show where they have like a little musical in the middle of it. So that's cool. And then the adult dining area is Paolo. Now, the original bars on the ship was in an area called Beat Street. Um, and they had quite a few. They had Rockin' Bar D. They had the bar Sessions. They had Offbeat Comedy Club, which was the hard one to find out where what happened to that. Um, and then the Promenade Lounge. And then in the funnel was the ESPN Skybox. So now it's the Teens Club vibe. But it used to be an actual like ESPN Skybox where like it was like you could go up there, have drinks, and they would always have like the latest sports games going on for all of you out there. Um, in 2013, this was changed to the area called After Hours. Um, and then Rockin' Bar D became the nightclub Fathoms, which has jellyfish inspirations in it. Um, Sessions is now a bar called Keys, which is based off of like pianos and such. Um, Offbeat Comedy Club at some point became Diversions. I don't know when that happened, but Offbeat Comedy Club became the bar Diversions. And then it became O'Gills in 2013. But at some point, Offbeat Comedy Club just disappeared. Um, and then the Promenade Lounge became the Soul Cat Lounge in 2023. Not 2013, because it's based off of the movie Soul, um, like a little jazz-type lounge. And that happened in 2023, because obviously in 2013, that movie didn't exist yet. Um, the other bars on the ship are Cove Cafe, which is basically like you in the morning, you can get like specialty coffees. And then at night, they have like specialty martinis and such and like adult beverages. Um, there's also Signals. And then there for quick service restaurants for like eating um, on the ship, there are the Top Cider Buffet. Not anymore. Top Cider Buffet was the original buffet. Now it's Cabana's. Um, they also have Pinocchio's Pizzeria, the Duck and Diner, and Daisy's Delights. And then two little sweet spots, Frozone Treats, and then the Ice Cream Treats, where you can get like your 24 hours a day ice cream cones just for fun. Um, and then the entertainment venues on the ship, uh, there used to be Studio C, but then that was changed to the D Lounge. Um, then obviously the Walt Disney Theater, where you see all of your Broadway-style shows. And then the Buena Vista Theater, where you can see 
movies on the ship. And that is the Disney magic. Now we're going to get straight into the Disney Wonder, which is the sister ship of the Disney Magic, so they have a very similar design and would be the same length had it not been for that ducktail added to the Magic in 2013. So the Wonder was ordered at the same time as the Magic way back in 1995. The keel was laid for the Wonder on May 5th, 1997, and then had a launch of February 23rd, 1998, was built in two halves, and went out on its maiden voyage on August 15th, and originally sailed on three- and four-night cruises out of Port Canaveral, making the Magic do the seven nights. Now, it has a very similar length. All of the stuff is very similar to what the Magic has in, in, in terms of specifications and all that, um, except for the Wonder comes in at 84,130 gross tons. So, technically, a little bit bigger of a ship. Um, the bow character on this one is Steamboat Willie. How fun. I love Steamboat Willie. Um, and then the atrium statue is Ariel from The Little Mermaid. And then the aft character or characters are Donald and his nephews seen trying to paint the little back shape when they're trying to say wonder. And then Donald has a little bit of paint on him because his nephews like to mess with them. The godmother of the ship was Tinkerbell, but because she only speaks in bell noises, um, the dedication was given by Mickey Mouse. Um, and then it began sailing on the West Coast once the Dream, the Disney Dream, came in the service in 2011, and then it had its dry dock in 2016. So that's a little fun fact right there. Uh, dry dock to get all of its updates in 2016, so when I talk about its updates, that's when that happened. Let's get started at the Oceaneers Club. Um, instead of Pixie Hollow, they actually have Frozen Adventure, um, and then the Oceaneers Lab is the same as the Disney Magic. Um, Vibe and Edge, same place, same locations as the Magic. Um, and then instead of shows, they have Frozen, a musical spectacular, Disney Dreams, and the Golden Mickeys offered in the Walt Disney Theater. Um, they have the same pools, Dwight Cove Pool, Goofy's Pool, and Aqualab, but no Aqua Dunk, no Water Slide. They did not add one in 2016, and this still stands today. The Disney Wonder is the only ship without a water slide aboard. Um, has the same shops as the Disney Magic, and then the sports menu is still the wide world of sports. Um, the original bars on the Disney Wonder um, had the ESPN Skybox in the funnel, just as the Magic did, but that is now Vibe as well. Um, and then the adult area was originally called Route 66, um, and then they had the Cadillac Lounge, Barrel of Laughs, Wave Bands, and then the Promenade Lounge. Um, but now, the Cadillac Lounge, still there. Still on the ship. Updated, of course, you know, to not look like it was made in 1998 or 1999. Um, and then... Barrel of Laughs at some point changed to Diversions, probably around the same time that Offbeat Comedy Club changed to Diversion, but it happened. And then on the 2016 update, Diversions changed to Crown and Finn Pub. Uh, and then Wave Bands, the nightclub, changed to Azure. Um, and then there was also the Promenade Lounge, most recently changed to the French Quarter Lounge in 2019. And it kind of has like a uh, New Orleans type vibe based off of kind of like princess and the frog um, there's also the cove cafe and signals on the uh, disney wonder as well the dining on the disney wonder has tritons which is based off of the character named triton from the little mermaid uh, little mermaid vibes really not based off of triton himself um, animators palette of course and then originally had P uh, parrot k 
And then that was changed to Tiana's Place. That's kind of fun. Princess and the Frog theme again, Tiana's Place. Uh, and then, of course, Paolo as the adult-only restaurant aboard. Um, the quick service restaurants aboard were Cabana's, originally Top Cider Buffet, Pinocchio's Pizzeria, Pete's Boiler Bites, and Daisy's Delights. Um, and here's a little quick little information about some facts. Um, this one, kind of more serious and actually kind of sad to start off with, but in 2011, uh, this was a, a crew member disappeared without a trace um, and was originally seen on CCTV in crew areas, um, and she was visibly upset after a conversation on a phone. Um, this is still an open investigation, and she has actually never been found. So quite like no, and this is the only incidents that I know of this on Disney Cruise Line. So quite sad there. In 2020, a cruise was cut short in March due to the pandemic. All of the passengers were allowed to get off and were actually not tested for COVID as they got off the ship. Um, so Disney claims that no one that they knew of actually re reportedly had COVID. Um, but the ship was anchored off of San Diego for some time and actually was suspected to have up to 700 crew members still aboard up in, up in May 2020. So interesting little fact there. Um, and then it announced in 2022 that there would be cruises down in Australia. Um, and as of right now, it's actually finishing up its last cruise before going on a 12-day dry dock to prepare for the ship's long journey south. And that is the Disney Wonder right there, the two classic main ships. Beautiful, beautiful ships right there. Um, next, we have the Disney Dream. The Dream has an Art Deco style just like the Disney Magic. Um, it was ordered on February 22nd, 2007, and the steel had had its first cut in March of 2009. This time they had different shipbuilders and it was going to be constructed by Meyer Werft in Poppenburg, Germany. The keel for the ship was laid on August 19th, 2009, and its ship number was S687. The final piece, the bow, was put into place on June 1st, 2010, and the ship was launched on October 30th of that same year. Now, this was built like classic ships, not in two halves, uh, but like was built piece by piece by piece by piece. So, um, the maiden voyage was out of Port Canaveral on January 26th, 2011, and that replaced the Disney Wonder, sending it west. The ship is 1,114 .7 feet long, so much bigger than the original two ships. It has a beam of 137 feet. That is the bridge. Without the bridge, the beam is 121.4 feet wide um, and has it's uh, 217 feet tall. It has a 27.3 foot draft. Um, there are 18 decks, but 14 passenger decks, two of those being kind of in the funnel. Um, and there's actually a, another uh, club in the funnel. I believe that is actually, uh, I think, I believe Vibe is on the front, but I'll really do that a little bit later. Um, there are 1,250 staterooms aboard for a 4,000 passenger capacity and 1,458 crew members. 1,458 crew members. That was a weird way to say it. It has 129,690 gross tons, and it is powered by three 12MAN diesel engines, turning three 14.4 megawatt generators, and it also has two 14MAN diesel engines, turning two 16.8 megawatt generators, um, and then it has two 23-megawatt convert team propulsion motors, turning two five-blade inward-facing propellers. So the ship's got a lot of power, a lot of power. 
It has a cruising speed of 22 knots, so even though it's a bigger ship, it still can go, it still cruises faster than the Magic and the Wonder, um, which is about 25 miles per hour. Um, and it has a max speed of 24.7 knots or 28.4 miles per hour. Um, so the bow character for the dream is Captain Mickey. How fun. Uh, the atrium statue is Admiral Donald. And then the aft character is Sorcerer Mickey. Um, he can be seen just kind of relaxing as the brooms are the ones painting the back of the ship. Very cute. Uh, and the godmother of the ship is actually Jennifer Hudson, who got her start as a performer on the Disney Wonder. So very fun right there. Going right into the Oceaneers Club. The Oceaneers Club has Andy's Room the Disney Infinity Game Room, Pixie Hollow, and then Star Wars Millennium Falcon. Uh, and the Oceaneers Lab has Animator Studio, Craft Studio, Media Room, Playmation, and then the Wheelhouse. Um, and then there's the Edge located in the Forward Funnel. So Edge is then located in the Forward Funnel. I spoke wrong. And then the Vibe actually has the whole bow of the ship, basically. They have the pool out there and everything, so very cool for them. The shows on board the ship are Beauty and the Beast, Golden Mickeys, and then Disney's Believe, shown in the Walt Disney Theater. Now, the pools are Satellite Falls, Nemo's Reef, Quiet Cove Pool, Mickey's Pool, Donald's Pool, Funnel Puddle, and then the slide is called the Aqueduct, which is kind of a, a raft slide, kind of similar to, um, what's the water slide at Typhoon Lagoon? I can't think of it right now, uh, but it's similar to uh, that. It's like kind of like a water coaster type thing. Uh, my favorite pool is the Satellite Falls pool because it's just right at the front of the ship on deck 13. It's so peaceful up there. No kids could really ever go through there. Um, it is adult only, of course, and it is just a beautiful place. The, there's a little... The middle satellite has a little uh, kind of like wading pool around it, and it has like little drips coming off of the satellite. Just an absolute beautiful place to be. And the funnel puddle is actually kind of funny because it's located on deck 12 just above the quiet cove pool. But it's basically just big enough to like stick your toes in. But it has a little fountain in the middle. And I have honestly never seen anybody in the funnel puddle. So if you're ever just kind of wondering because it's right, it's right next to the funnel just in front of it. But really no one ever goes there because it's kind of like just I, I don't really know. I think it's it's cute but like no one ever goes there. So it's that's kind of funny. Um Moving right along, they have uh, Senses Spa, Goofy Sports Deck, and the Midship Detective Agency as little activities you can do on the ship. I should have mentioned that the, the spa on the Disney Magic and Wonder was originally Vista Spa, but now it is Senses Spa to be updated with the rest. Um, and then all of the ships, I haven't said this yet, also have um, the It's a Small World Nursery on all of the ships. That, that includes, the, I'm just going to say that now, it includes everything else. All right, back to the dream. Um, the shops on board the dream are Mickey's Mainsail, Sea Treasures, White Caps, Vista Gallery, Who's It's and What's It's, and then Tiffany and Company is the the uh, high class store aboard there. So how fun! Uh, the dining rooms are Royal Palace, Enchanted Garden, Animator's Palette, and then the two adult only selections are Paolo and Remy. Uh, as for quick service bites, you can go to Cabana's located on Deck 11, back of the ship, uh, Flo's Cafe, which consists of Luigi's Pizzeria, Tomater's Grill, and Fillmore's Faves. Uh, Tomater's Grill, obviously, like burgers and stuff, and then Fillmore's Fave has, like, uh, wraps and uh, other fun little things you can get, kind of like, not hippie vibes, but 
catch my drift. Um, they also have Frozone treats, um, and there's also ice cream treats for your ice cream needs. Um, and then there's a little sweet shop on board that has like a, you know, you're like like brownies and cookies and uh, like actual ice cream you can get on board. Uh, and vanilla piece sweets and treats. Um, there's also the Preludes bar just in front of the Walt Disney Theater and the Vista Cafe. Um, the bar area aboard the ship, or the adult district, is all located in one spot called the District. Um, that includes the District Lounge, Pink, Evolution, Skyline, and Bar 687. Um, the District Lounge is kind of based off of, loosely off of Dumbo, um, because they can be seen, like, as pink is based off of the Dumbo, or the Dumbo Elephants. Um, and I believe it's the Dumbo Elephants. Maybe it's the Fantasia elephants. There's elephants and you like in one of the little bubbles there's elephants that go on and I believe it's Dumbo, but I could be wrong. Uh, and then that those kind of like go out of pink and then into the district lounge area and there's like fiber octave lights and all that. My favorite bar is bar 687 uh, because if you remember the keel that was laid down had the ship number 687. So that's a bar all about the Disney dream. And it's a beautiful little bar and it has like little models and replicas and pictures that are showcased from like the construction. Um, and it's just very, a very fun place. But you can also like go in and they always have like sports or something on in there. So just very fun, relaxing place to go. And I and that's bar by far, bar far my favorite bar aboard any of the ships. Um, then you also have the Meridian Bar, which is located on deck 12 in the back. And it is like kind of like the waiting area you go in. Uh, if you're waiting for either Paolo or Remy, it's in between those. Um, but you can go anytime, even if you don't have a reservation at either of those two restaurants. Um, there's also the Bon Voyage Bar, which is on Deck 3, just across the from where you get on the ship. And it's like a little welcome place. You have like little, little places you can go there. Currents, uh, which is... Where's Currents? Deck 13, just behind Satellite Falls. As you're going up to Satellite Falls, there's a little bar right in front there. Um, they also have the Waves Bar, which is on Deck 11, um, just behind the second funnel. Um, kind of like a little little escape. So families can go back there, so it's not like you're not an adult-only section. But it is basically like if you, you're playing with your kids. I think it might be on Deck 12. Yeah, it's on Deck 12, because below you is Cabanas. Got that one wrong. Um, and then there's obviously the Cove Cafe. And then there's also the Outlook Bar, which is located in the funnel um, just below the kids' area. Uh, I believe it's really only open for, like, tastings and such, like those little little classes you can sign up for. So uh, I've never actually been up there. Um, I would like to go up there to see, like, what it's like, but I've never done tasting, so I've never been up there. And it's usually, like, not open at night. So a little, little strange, but hopefully I get to see it. Um, and then under the, another interesting fact, uh, the Disney Dream is over in Europe um, for the first time this year in 2023, and that is going to be the ship that continues on. So it's, the magic is not going to Europe anymore. Um, the magic is going to be staying here and going, going other places while the Disney Dream goes over to Europe and does the Mediterranean uh, and then like the northern uh, European cruises up there into like the Norwegian fjords and all that. Um, it's supposed to be coming back shortly, if not already. I believe it might actually be on its transatlantic cruise back to the United States and then going out of New York. New York is going to be fun. Now we're going to move on to the fantasy. A lot of this is going to be the same because the ships are have very similar designs. The only difference is they're very slight differences. Um, like the adult bar section, completely different. Um, but uh, mostly... 
mostly very similar in things, so I'll point out as much as I can for the differences. Um, the Fantasy has a Art Nouveau, just like the Disney Wonder, um, and it was originally ordered two days after the Dream on February 24th, 2007, but they were announced at the same time. Um, the keel was laid on February 11th, 2011, with an identical coin as the Dream, except for this was ship number S688. The maiden voyage for the Fantasy happened on March 31st, 2011, um, but they almost was delayed, but it wasn't delayed, thankfully, because on December 9th, 2011, water lines were left open and damaged 48 staterooms. So interesting that they were able to like remedy that, remedy that up so quickly, um, but it did have like a slight delay and almost took them like a month to get all that taken care of. Um, so same information like as regarding like how long it is, how wide it is, all of that fun stuff as the dream. So I'm not going to go over that same engines, propulsion, fun, 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 fun. Um, but the bow character on the ship is very similar to another ship, uh, Sorcerer Mickey on the front. And we know that from the Disney Magic. So Sorcerer Mickey on the front, this is his third iteration um, because he was on the, the back of the ship on the Disney Dream. Um, the Atrium character is Mademoiselle Minnie, and she is absolutely stunning uh, in her statue. Very fun. And then the Aft character is Dumbo and Timothy Q. Mouse. The godmother of the ship is Mariah Carey, so that's fun. Um, and then we're going to go right into the Oceaneers Club. The difference from the Dream is there is Star Wars Command Post, um, and then there's also Marvel Superhero Academy. Um, and then the Oceaneers Lab, there is no Playmation area. That's it. The shows aboard the Fantasy are the Frozen, Musical, Spectacular, Aladdin, and Disney's Believe. Um, I don't know why I put this here, but I'm going to say it now because that's where it is in my notes. Um, it is going to move down to Fort Lauderdale once the treasure debuts. As it goes for dining, uh, they have the same exact quick service restaurants. No difference, um, except for instead of Vanellope's Sweets and Treats, it's actually just a shop called Sweet on You. Um, and there's no particular design, but they have like candy and ice cream and fun stuff. So a little bit different on that one. Instead of Royal Palace on the Disney Dream, it is Royal Court on the Disney Fantasy. Uh, and I will be 100% honest with you, I cannot tell the difference. I'm sure there is a difference in there somewhere, but from the handful of times that I have been at these two restaurants, they look exactly the same. The layouts are very much the same. Maybe there's like minor details and one of them is more princessy themed or themed to a certain princess while the other one is a different one, but I could not tell. But I'm sure there's a difference somewhere. There's gotta be, right? Then why change the name then? As for the adult section, instead of the district, it's called Europa and has like kind of like a very European theme. Who would have guessed there? Um, they have La Piazza, um, which is kind of similar to the, where the district lounge would be, uh, but it's actually a little carousel right in the middle. Um, in my personal opinion, it's not as well themed to the district lounge because the district lounge is, has a better seating area where La Piazza just has kind of like random places you can sit. And it's like one little booth here, one little booth over there on the corner. And then the bar has better seating, but just 
not as much. Not my favorite. I did not like La Piazza at all. Um, and there's Ula La, which is where bar 687 is on the ship. Um, Ula La is kind of like your champagne type bar, just like pink is, except for it's a different place. Um, and then there's also O'Gills on the ship, which is just like the Disney Magic has O'Gills. This is the second O'Gills aboard, um, and that is where pink is. Um, and this one's basically just the same kind of theming like an Irish type pub, very similar. Um, and then the tube, which is the nightclub aboard where, where evolution is in the back. Um, and then they also both ships have skyline. Um, and they all have the other bars, um, except for waves. The fantasy does not have the waves bar. Instead it has Donald's Aqualab. So the ship has that. Um, and then the nephews and piping all on all that fun stuff is little fun, little play place, but no waves bar. Um, now for the tube, I should go back to that, um, has a, exactly what you think it is um the london underground subway system the tube and so very fun for that um and that's that's pretty much it about the the disney fantasy other than that everything's pretty much the same same pools satellite falls still the best one up there um yeah now we're going to move on to the disney wish now the wish i would tell you what kind of style it is um, except for it's its own thing. It's not Art Nouveau. It's not Art Deco. It's uh, its own thing. I think they call it Enchantment. Yeah, Enchantment. In March of 2016, it was announced that two ships would be coming to the Disney Cruise Line fleet, larger than the Dream and Fantasy. Um, and then actually a third ship of the same class was announced at D23 uh, on July 15th, 2020, or 2017. Sorry. Um, in January 2019, the class of ship was confirmed as Triton in public documents uh, registered at Port Canaveral. Um, and then it was announced as the Disney Wish on August 25th, 2019 at that year's D23. Construction started in March 2020, but was quickly halted due to the pandemic. Um, this also pushed back the maiden voyage of the ship. On February 3rd, 2022, it was announced that the inaugural sailings would be pushed back from the anticipated June 9th, 2022, um, just due to like ship delays. And then the it was pushed back even more. Um, it was announced that the new maiden voyage would be on July 14th, 2022. Um, the Wish was launched on February 11th, 2022. Um, this is also when the aft character Rapunzel was debuted. Um, the Wish arrived in Port Canaveral on June 20th, um, but the next day the first test cruise was canceled due to the ship just simply not being ready. The next day there was the second test cruise was actually canceled, um, but the ship on June 29th was dedicated to all past, present, and future Make-A-Wish children, and they are the godchildren of the ship. Um, this is also when it embarked on its christening voyage for the media. It was a media cruise on a three-night venture to Castaway Key. It had its official maiden voyage on July 14th, which was a five-night cruise to Nassau, Bahamas, and Castaway Key. Now, here are the ship details. It is 1,119 feet long, so the longest ship by about five feet has 4,000 passenger capacity uh, with 1,555 crew. It is 128 feet wide, 221 feet tall, and has a draft of 27.2 feet. Um, it has 144,000 gross tons, so a big ship by and by. Biggest ship out there has 15 public decks. I think two of those are taken up by the funnel suite the Moana suite in the middle there, um, and then it is powered by liquefied natural gas and electric motors. 
Um, so it has 5MAN12V5V60DF engines, um, and then it has two ABB Ozipod 19.5 megawatt uh, propellers underneath. Ozipod is the, uh, the manufacturer of the propellers, and it basically just means that they can actually swivel underneath so that they can be turned either way, and those are the two propellers underneath, and they're 19.5 megawatts. Um, and then it has five... Vartzilla bow thrusters has four of those. Um, it has a 22-knot 20, cruising speed, which is 25 miles per hour, and a 24.7-knot maximum speed, or 28.4 miles per hour. Um, and it has 1,254 staterooms aboard for all of its passengers. Um, the Oceaneers Club features Marvel Superhero Academy, Star Wars Cargo Bay, and Fairy Tale Hall. Um, there is no Im there is no Oceaneers Lab. Instead, it has been replaced by the Walt Disney Imagineering Lab, and that has Mickey and Minnie's Captain Deck. Um, and all of this is on Deck Two. Um, and there's a slide down in the atrium to get to Deck Two from Deck Three. Um, there is. The Club Edge, which is located on Deck 5. Interesting place for it. Um, and then Vibe, for those teens, is located on Deck 12. And then there's a actually new addition to to uh, like teen clubs, but this one's actually for 18 to 20-year-olds, and this is called The Hideaway, which is located right next to Vibe on Deck 12. The shows aboard the ship in the Walt Disney Theater are Disney Sees the Adventure, a show specifically designed for The Wish, um, and that's kind of like the overall has a bunch of the Disney stories in it. Um, then it also has The Little Mermaid and Aladdin. Instead of the Buena Vista Theater, it has two theaters, two smaller theaters, um, Wonderland Cinema and Neverland Cinema. So very fun little things right there. Um, and then instead of the D Lounge as the entertainment space, which is on the other ships, it actually has a two-story entertainment space called Luna. Um, but it also has another smaller entertainment space called Triton's Lounge, um, not to be confused with Triton's on the Disney Wonder as the dining location. This is Triton's Lounge, um, and it, it's really mainly only used for activities, not used for anything else. I think you can, like, buy, like, popcorn and, like, little small snacks in there while you're in there, but nothing, like, it's not used, like, as an adult beverage place at night. Um, the pools on board, they have quite a lot, so here we go. Um, there's Mickey's Pool, Donald's Pool, Minnie's Pool, Goofy's Pool, Daisy's Pool, Pluto's Pool, Trixie's Falls, um, Toy Story Splash Zone, there's the Slidosaurus Rex, which is a smaller, uh, kind of like a smaller slide, and then there's also the Aqua Mouse, the first attraction at sea, which is up for debate in my mind because I think... The Aqua Dunk, the, not the Aqua Dunk, the Aqua Duck is an attraction at sea because it has theming, you know, has like Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They're building a slide and with, with Uncle Donald's help, and they have like a nice little comic as you're going up. But uh, because there's theming on the ride, I guess this is the Aqua Mouse is a, its own attraction. Uh, but then there's also the Quiet Cove pool on the back of the ship, um, and that is actually an infinity pool. I believe that's also on deck 13 back there. The shops on board the ship are Mickey's Mainsail. Um, there's Three Wishes. That's a shop. Uh, Dory's Forget-Me-Nots. Enchanted Castle Jewels. Once Upon a Time, which I would assume sells watches. Uh, Royal Regalia and Treasures Untold. And then instead of like Goofy Sports Deck, the it's an it's an all-inclusive place that has a bunch of different. I think they call it like a they call it the Incredibles Hero Zone, and it's not just for sports. They, it's like a 
all it does like it does everything i don't know what they don't know what the exact wording is i can't think of it right now but that's what it is um and then instead of an, an adult's zone for for bars and everything it's uh it's kind of spread out that there's no there's no adult zone they like the bars are necessarily close but it's not just like closed off like the other ships where like kids can't get in there after a certain point you can just kids can just like walk right by um, the star, there is the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge, which is based off of Star Wars, um, and it, it is an exclusive to the Wish. Um, there's also the Keg and Compass Bar. Um, they have the Bayou Lounge, which is based off of um, Princess and the Frog, uh, the Nightingale's Lounge, and then the Enchanted Sword, which is basically like a uh, little bar up on top. And it's also where you get like exclusive like uh, specialty coffees and such. And they also have the Wishing Star Bar, which is located um, just off of, I believe, the atrium. Um, they also have Currents. Um, and then they also have the Cove Cafe. And then there is the Rose, which is the bar that is in between, the kind of like the waiting area between uh, Paolo Steakhouse and Enchante, which are the uh, adult exclusive dining. Sorry, I touched the paper to the microphone cord. Whoopsie. Um, when I say in between, I think you actually have to walk through the rows to get to them. I don't think it's in between. I think you just have to walk through the rows to get there. But, oh well. Um, and then the dining locations aboard, there is 1923, which is based off of Walt and Roy Disney. Um, because the Walt Disney Studios was, was came to be in 1923. Um, so there's two different sections. You have the Walt Disney section, and then you have the Roy Disney section. Very fun. Um, they have Arendelle, a frozen dining adventure, which is kind of like a interactive dining uh, where you have like a musical type thing. And then they have Worlds of Marvel, which is the interactive dining where it's very Marvel-themed. Um, the buffet on top, and it's not really like a buffet. I think they actually like plate the food for you, so then you just kind of like... Not, Buffet style um, is Marceline Market, so no cabanas aboard. Um, and then the quick service locations are Mickey and Friends Festival of Food, which includes Mickey's Smokehouse Barbecue, Daisy's Pizza Pies, Goofy's Grill, um, and there's also Sweet Minnie's Ice Cream. Um, there's also Donald's Cantina, Wheezy's Freezies, um, and Inside Out Joyful Sweets. So very fun. No ice cream, ice creams. It's uh, Sweet Minnie's Ice Cream. So that is that is the Disney Wish. That's all I got on the Disney Wish. So there's obviously a lot more on the Disney Wish, and I think the Disney Wish is the is since it's the newest ship, it's obviously like the most sought after. But I think it's an, it's an interesting design. Um, I'm gonna let you on a little secret. I've never been on the Disney Wish. I know it's kind of crazy, but from what I've seen, it's very different. Um, where the old classic ships, you know the the wonder and the magic and the dream and the fantasy, those ships were meant to be like. If you're a Disney fan, you're going to want to go on this cruise line, but it's okay if you're not because it had that classic ocean liner feel where the Wish and the upcoming Treasure and then the ship after that, it's very much a Disney ship um, where if you're not a Disney fan, probably not the ship for you. Go on one of the other ships. Yeah, they have like really great things. So that's, that's, the, uh, that's the wrap up. I know I went pretty quick on a lot of that stuff. Um, I didn't really talk much about the wish. I haven't been on it yet, um, and I'll I'll go. I'll have a little story about the wish and my theories. I gave you a little bit of little snippet right there about kind of what I thought. But those are the five ships. Those are the Disney. Those are the Disney Cruise Line ships. We'll dive more into the treasure as we learn more um, and as we go and and we travel on those different ships. But yeah, that was uh, those are the fun facts. If you have any questions or you just want to like know more about any of the ships, you know, please please let me know. 
I would I would love to uh, love to explore more into these different kind of ships. But yeah, uh, on the next episode, we're going to be taking a deep dive into what a Halloween on the high seas cruise is like because it's spooky season out there for a lot of you. Uh, I'm excited because I'll be going on a Halloween on the high seas cruise here in uh, just a few weeks out of the port of New York. So that's going to be very fun in the Disney dream after it comes back from Europe here shortly. So I'm very excited for that. But we're going to dive in and, and basically just go over everything, what to expect on the Halloween on the high seas cruise. And then might be a little bit of a break in between episodes, but then we'll be going over what I experienced on the Disney uh, Disney Dream and on the Halloween on the High Seas Cruise and what it's like and everything I liked. And if there is anything I didn't like, I'll, I'll be sure to include that in there as well. But uh, very excited, very, very excited to go on that ship, uh, go on that ship one more time and uh, experience the beauty that is the dream. Um, and then later we're going to be going into the holiday season, what it's like on a very merry time cruise, not going on one this year, but I've been on one in the past uh, and so we'll definitely go over that, what to expect, all the different experiences you get to do, and uh, all of that fun stuff. But yeah, uh, this has been a salute to all cruise lines, but mostly DCL. And I'll uh, I'll see you soon. Hope to uh, hope to sail with you shortly. The material and information presented here is for general information and entertainment purposes only. The Disney Cruise Line name and all forms and abbreviations are the property of its owner and its use does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service.